episode two of the BD Radio podcast. Um, today we are going to run through nutrition. So this will just be pretty much a giant talk on nutrition and how it's been impacted by the closing of the gym and just maybe a few things that you guys should be aware of as we move into the next few months where we'll be at home a lot and I guess won't be doing as much activity as we would normally do. Welcome to my co-host, Dan. Thank you, Ben. Um, so I guess to start, we should probably go through what we've changed. And then from that, we'll be able to expand it to, I guess, stuff that does and doesn't apply to you, which I think we'll find that most stuff actually does apply. But I guess the reasoning behind the changes that we've made, because if there's one thing we've learned as trainers nothing is more individual in this world than nutrition in regards to what works for you may not work for me may not work for someone else so dan what have you changed since we've closed the gym uh, probably cooking a lot more i'd say like we generally cook um, a lot of our meals but the type of meals during the week when we're coaching um, are generally all prepared whereas now i can pop something on midweek and we kind of have more I don't know extravagant meals I guess during the week than we usually would um, if we were working so as everybody knows this is very very hot topic for me and the one thing I feel that everyone is in the same position of we have never had more control over what we are eating yeah that's right so I think a big topic of discussion with us in our clients in their progress appointments is eating out. People eat out a lot. Oh, what, sh- what should I have at restaurants? What should I have at cafes? Is this good? Is this good? Now that you're at home, that just completely takes that out of it. Yeah, so absolutely. it's just you like, I mean, in general, you don't have control over anything as much as you have control over what goes in your mouth. Exactly. Nothing goes in your mouth without you wanting to put it in there. Yes. Stop laughing. I can't help it. I'm just like we are so in control and it's an area where so many yeah. people struggle. When people are like, oh, I'm out and I had a cookie and I'm like, oh, did they must have pinned you down and forced you to eat it. Like as soon – like if you want to make real lasting nutritional change, the sooner you realize that you're in complete control and it's up to you, it's almost like a penny drop moment and then – you basically, like, you'll never have to worry about that ever again. From there, it's just, okay, now what do you do? Yeah. So we're, so take a positive. Like, with our nutrition, everyone's like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, you know, that's something that's come up a lot. Stockpiling toilet paper. Yeah. Stockpiling yeah. all the like, dried stuff. Well, Got- actually, you're in a better position now than we ever were before in yeah. terms of nutrition. 100%. You know, we don't have as many people influencing what we're eating. We are in control of what we buy and put in our pantry and our fridge. Absolutely. There's never been a bit like a better time to maybe expand your horizons, learn some new recipes, make some healthy treats, all that sort of stuff. Like I think we've all got a little bit more time on our hands just because we don't have to travel as much. Um, like when you take that time that you commute out of it, that's basically for a lot of people, that's an extra hour that they can then focus on something else so i mean how you look at things and how you react to things is going to be a big part of your life in the next six months anyway but especially with nutrition we can turn that into a real positive yeah for sure 
So something we've been asked about a lot is how to stop snacking. Ooh, big one. So the question is like, are you snacking the way you used to snack at work or has that changed now you're at home? If you are still snacking, but you're snacking on different things, um, like we just spoke about, you're in control of what you're snacking on. So you don't have someone bringing muffins into the office. Correct. Okay. What, what no you, one's having a birthday. Exactly. No one's having a birthday. Well, occasionally might be someone in your household. Yeah. Um, but just make sure that the snacks you have available are good, are good quality. So, yep. you know, things like I've made sure that I've made some nuts for us that are in the pantry, my all-time favorite, as everybody knows. Spice nuts. <laughs> we often have in our fridge hummus and veggie sticks. Mm-hmm. So easy. Just uh, if you guys haven't tried the hummus from Oasis. Incredible. Unbelievable. Could it's the best. It. We do live on it. It'll, um, it but yeah. also it's very easy to make your own. So Yeah, true. Get on board some canned chickpeas. Absolutely. Um, so for me personally, snacking is one of those things I do when I'm not really focused or I'm not really crystal clear on what I'm trying to achieve. So for me at the moment, I know I'm not moving around as much. So this sort of leads us to our um, larger point and it's something that we talk about a lot. It's eating to fuel your lifestyle. So I know that my lifestyle typically is pretty active. Like on most days, I'll exercise for an hour. So whatever that looks like, same stuff that you guys normally do. But I'll also get a ton of steps in just from coaching and being on the floor. So at the moment, I'm not on the floor. So I'm I'm trying to hit 10,000 steps a day, but it's a bit of a struggle to get there. So I basically have to do a targeted walk every day for about 45 minutes to an hour to actually get that so as a result it's likely that if i ate the same amount of food that i was doing pre-lockdown now i would probably gain a little bit of weight just because i'm not moving enough to warrant those extra calories really so what i'm doing with my snacking at the moment is unless like it's on my plate unless i've planned it out i'm not eating it so it's just a really easy way just to sort of give myself that black and white rule of tidying it up rather than just oh a little bit of this won't hurt a little bit of that won't hurt because if i if i wrote it on a piece of paper at the end of the day it would probably likely add up to a fair bit so we talk to you guys a lot about being prepared you know preparing your breakfast preparing your lunch knowing what you're actually going to have if you find that you're struggling with snacking, just pr- prepare your food the night before. So it doesn't matter if you're working from home. You can still get your Tupperwares out, make sure you've spooned out your brekkie, your lunch, and you've got a couple of snacks. Then it just makes it really easy in your mind is, no, that's all I'm having. Because it's probably likely that you're not hungry, you're probably bored. So that's why you're heading to the fridge. Yeah, even if you look at programs like sometimes I've had clients come to me and say, oh, light and easy really worked for me. What is light and easy? It's just portioned. It takes the decision out of your hands. Exactly. It's just portion controlled meals. You go to the fridge and you grab your bag for that meal, for that snack. It's all done for you and you don't think about it. The problem is you just have to plan it. It's why a lot of people like... um 
like the keto diet, intermittent fasting, stuff which like gives you concrete rules is easier to apply than stuff that makes you learn about what's actually on your plate and what you need. Because it's just like, nah, just can't have that. Why? Oh, because it's got carbs. Like you don't actually know why. It just makes it easier in your mind to either justify or not justify the choice. Yeah, absolutely. So by preparing your food the night before, you then don't have the battle of uh, what am I having? Is this good? Is this not good? And it's just like, no, nah, that's it. I'm having it at three and it's there. Yeah, exactly. Um, moving to the next point. So eating to fuel your lifestyle, very important. Probably likely, yes, Danielle, she's raising her hand like it's a classroom. <laughs> you, can, you can just speak. Sorry. So obviously Ben and I, we've had a quite a large adjustment in lifestyle. So like when we're talking steps and that kind of thing. If you had a desk job and you are now working from home, likelihood is that's not a huge lifestyle adjustment. Not massive. It's not going to be drastic. Yeah. In terms of your food, it should stay roughly the same. Don't freak out and think that you need to miss a meal. No. Um, It's just bigger for us given what we do. Yeah. It's been a more drastic shift for us than it would have been for my mum. Yeah. This is an example. Shout out to Virginia, <laughs> who will probably get smashed on this podcast a bit, so we won't let her listen. Um, so, eating to fuel your lifestyle, we've broken that down. What have you, in particular, so run me through what you ate yesterday and why. Give what you guys a bit yesterday? of background on what you had. Okay, I, in the morning I had... She's been smashing hot cross buns with Mia as well. So I, have, I don't think you had it yesterday though. I didn't have a hot cross bun yesterday. And when we say hot cross buns, they're healthy hot cross buns, Ben. They're they dense. have no refined sugar in them. They're from Terra Madre if anybody wants some. I can post them in the group actually. They're amazing. They are nice. They're dense. Um, but yesterday I did have two small bits of sourdough with avocado. And then two hard-boiled eggs. So that was in the morning. That was probably about 8 o'clock or 8.30. Yep. And that got me through until about lunchtime. So we trained. I just did maybe half an hour of some resistance work. Did we train before or after lunch? Yes, tomorrow. Before. Tomorrow. Yesterday. Yeah, before. And because we're trying to get stuff done at the gym, I didn't bring my lunch in. I had a blue dinosaur protein bar and a banana. Um, I was post-workout. Yeah, I was pretty hungry in the afternoon though before dinner. So I wanted a snack, which is not usually like me. I normally just have three big meals. Usually have a huge lunch though after we train. Yeah, normally have a big lunch. Um, But I was really hungry, so I had a cup of some porridge in the afternoon oh that's right yeah probably about three o'clock and then we had a roast for dinner which was delicious and we eat pretty early because of mia so that was probably about 5 30 we say because of mia but we eat early because we're hungry true <laughs> we we use the kids as an excuse but and dessert snacking on the couch watching ozark was watermelon so that's yep. generally our go-to um most people just like to like consume something. I think it's like a comfort thing. So we always make We're sure. We're no different. Yeah, we always make watermelon. sure we've got some watermelon or strawberries or something like that yeah. um, in, in the fridge. I was able to 
bounced back nicely actually so on the weekend i'd chosen a couple of crap watermelons from safeway um and yesterday went to the local fruit store on my walk and picked up a ripper so i'm back in form there which is great um me yesterday what did i have so Keeping in mind that I'm not going to be as active, I haven't been having as much in the morning. So normally in the morning, it'd be my breakfast would be probably my biggest meal of the day. But in the morning, like I probably need to sort this out. This isn't ideal, but I'm only a week in, so whatever. I've just been basically having a blue dinosaur protein bar. So I've been eating through our stock of those. So I will change that. Danielle's giving me the eyes like it's costing us money. It is. So I'm going to swap it to oats and protein powder and some blueberries or something like that. But a pretty small breakfast compared to what I normally have. Um, and then I keep my meals pretty pretty typical for the rest of the day as to what I would normally have. So we trained before lunch. Um, what did I have? I can't even remember. What did we have for actually... Oh, yes, yes, yes. I had um, tuna and avocado. So avocado and tuna was half an avo and a can of tuna in a bowl. Um, I knew that we were having roast pork for tea, so I was leaving a bit of room for that. Um, went for a walk yesterday, Arvo, and yeah, enjoyed the roast pork and watermelon at night. So our dinner is not normally our largest meal of the day normally our lunch would be but i think because we both knew that we had that coming up we'd sort of i guess allowed some extra room there so basically all that's changed with our nutrition is really just our quantities like we eat pretty well in regards to quality so sometimes when people make the shift to prioritize quality it naturally improves their quantity but with us because our quality is pretty good we've just focused on i guess not overeating for how much we are actually exercising yeah i would agree with that yeah so i guess for you guys what you basically need to do is take stock of what you were doing and what you are doing now so if you notice that that's a giant shift then you may need to look at stuff like we have and just control your quantities a bit. Or if you know that food quality is something you can improve on, focus on your quality. Because as I said, a bowl of um, pasta and um, meat sauce is going to be more than meat and vegetables. You know, So just by improving your quality of foods a little bit there, you can naturally improve your quantity but we always recommend quality first. Absolutely. Next topic. So moving on, healthy ideas. So rather than just, I guess, talking about what, you know, the actual like principles and all that stuff is, like what's some healthy meal ideas, keeping in mind that lots of our guys are like us, so they need to feed the whole family. Yeah, so snacks, hard-boiled eggs, amazing. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Um, if you and now, like the now flavor, that you're home, it yeah. doesn't take long to do either. So like nah. some people are like, oh, but I don't like them from the fridge. Well, now you don't have that excuse because you can cook them <laughs> straight from the fridge and yep. they're ready to go. Obviously, Danny really enjoys everyone's excuses. You can tell by her tone. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good one. Yes, say for me, porridge takes two minutes. Like they're... 
Yeah. To me, there really, is there really is no excuse to grab a biscuit. We unless don't have them in the house. It. Yeah, unless you want to have that. That's things like, oh, I can't, I can't. It's like you actually want to have that. Yeah, there are you reasons. You choose to eat that. There are reasons and there are excuses. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I was having a chat to um, one of our clients about this the other day. It's like a reason for not being able to cook is being time poor. But reasons have answers. Like excuses is just, there's just words it actually doesn't help anyone so with your snacks i definitely think like if you are finding that you are having trouble and you maybe can't help the the temptation either do what i did the other day and hide the temptation or get your partner to hide (laughs) he had to he had to hide William's freckles. Chocolate freckles. I was mowing through them, so I had to get them out. Like, I actually can't believe this. They were in the fridge. They were nice and crisp, and I had to (laughs) hide them in the pantry so I didn't see them every time I opened the fridge. So I'm sure a lot of you guys who aren't robots like Danielle will be able to relate to that. So get it out of your vision, basically, because I haven't had one since. I've been a champion. I'm actually thinking that we should hire me out to go and live in people's houses like super nanny yeah super danny yeah <laughs> coming and just abuse people <laughs> slap the fork out of their mouth that would actually probably work <laughs> so yes my number one is like if i want it really badly i'm probably more like you guys than danny so like i've had a bit of a different journey to her i was the tubby kid so if i want it I have to go to the shops and get it. So what I'm doing there is basically acknowledging that I'm lazy and won't do that. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) So like if, if I'm motivated enough to go to Coles and grab a chocolate bar, then I probably really needed it. And I'm not sure that ScoMo would say that that is essential travel. Well, he got puzzles, so (laughs) who knows what's essential travel anymore. But that's what helps me. I just get it out of the house or hide it. Hide it because we have it because of the kids. But out of the house for sure is definitely number one. Um, Don't forget like one thing that we go on about all the time. I mean, yes, things have changed, but everything is still like everything we've ever spoken about applies. Have a goal here. Like it might just force you to reset. So... Um, I was trying to gain some size and strength. Now I'm like, maybe that's not the, like, maybe this isn't the best time. So I'm just going to try and maintain. So that's like, that'll help keep me on track over, like over the colder months. Like you need to have a focus, like what you're trying to achieve. I think that'll definitely help as we head into, I guess, a more extended time period of lockdowns and changes. Um, as well as like this, this is just the beginning. So I'd imagine that it's going to get easier as we all get into a little bit of a flow, but trying to navigate it as best you can and set up your environment for success is probably what we should all be focusing on at the moment. Yeah. One thing also, I think that is too common is our relationship with food. Oh, yeah. Like. For me, it's always been a positive relationship. Like, 
the amount of people that comment on how much food I eat. It's like, well... Every family dinner. (laughs) Well, the stuff I choose to eat is good quality food. Like, there is no need to restrict the amount of vegetables you eat. Let's just give an example. So, when we go to my family's house, despite being the fittest person in the family, everyone has to comment on what I'm eating, which is bizarre. But... Moving past that, so if I'm at home, um, my family is a big one on like pre-dinner cheese, nibbles, crackers, dips, all that stuff. We don't have it ever. So when the actual main meal comes out and it's a roast or whatever, and I go up for seconds, Everyone's like, oh, gee, eating a bit, aren't you? That's like, listen here, <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> it's like, you've just smashed four, 500 calories of crackers and cheese. I'm filling up on the meat and vegetables. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah, you really do need to understand. And I think that's something that we can all work on, like, especially during this time. Like, what makes up your day? Like I was just talking about how I had a snack yesterday, whereas I usually wouldn't. Like usually I'd have three big meals yep. and that is all I would consume. Same as drinks. I don't drink any calories. Oh, black coffee is maybe seven or eight cals. Yeah, let's relax. Right here. <laughs> um, but like the amount of calories that people drink in like lattes, Frappuccinos, soft drinks, alcohols. Like that's a lot of calories in a Alcohol, day. Alcohol, big one. Yeah, for sure. Massive. So my relationship with food has always been quite positive, and I've always like we're growing up, we're always encouraged to eat more, eat more, eat more. You're in the minority though. I am, but it's something that we can all take something away from. Oh yeah, true. Well, so we should all be trying to move towards that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I was saying, you can't you can't overeat your veggies. You know the amount of people that come to us and talk to me about fruit or white potato. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Is it, this is groundbreaking. Are you saying that fruit doesn't make you fat? <laughs> Stop it. Like fruit is nobody's problem. If I had Unless a dollar for every time. Unless you're intolerant. Yeah. Fruit is not your problem. Yeah. White true. potato is not your problem unless you're eating kilos of white chips cooked in vegetable well that's not really white potatoes that's like let's be real like that's yeah that's no one's problem that's true i think sometimes we try and make it a little bit too complicated when it doesn't need to be just pick the low-hanging fruit yeah like the thing that's easiest to change at this current moment will likely give you the best result exactly and unless you're about to enter like a bodybuilding competition i don't think anyone needs to really stress about their macros. No. That's true. Yeah. We could all eat a little bit more protein. Apart from that, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, like focus on your quality. That should in turn help your quantity. And from there, I mean, that will like help with everything else. So moving on to the last one is, I guess, implementing the stuff that you now know that you need to change. So I am a huge advocate for routine. So most of the clients who I talk to about nutrition and Danny would be able to tell you this as well, I eat the same thing all the time. Like I'm not massive on variety. 
but yeah very boring but i don't love food in the same way that she does like i'm not a foodie at all so, so if i know that i'm eating something and it's working for me at that current time in regards to what i'm trying to achieve physically i will do it all the time basically until i've smashed it and i can't like i'm off hardboard eggs <laughs> I can't, I can't look at them anymore. I was eating so many that I was just like, nah, this is disgusting. So for me personally, I pretty much have the same thing for breakfast and lunch all the time. And the main variety comes from the meal that we probably eat all together because William would lose it. And yeah, it's just not as fun. So uh, my best piece of advice in regards to that is like structure and routine was important before we all worked at home and it's probably even more important now so it really takes like motivation and your um, self-discipline out of it if you don't have to worry about it like if you know oh, it's breakfast i have my oats and my berries done that's it there's no argument oh i'd like some toast oh i'd like this no that's just what i have i think that helps a lot mentally as well yeah, definitely. And if any of you want to speak to us um, about your nutrition stuff, like feel free to message us. Oh, yeah, 100%. We'd be happy to, to jump on a FaceTime or something like that and have a chat. Because I think, I mean, when we're talking to a broad audience like this, it's hard to get super specific. But I guess what you guys need to understand is that although like the principles are the same, like energy balance all that stuff is the same for everyone it's just how you apply it to you and what you're currently doing because everyone's starting point is completely different yeah absolutely so always a great starting point guys before you even come to us is know what you're doing yeah so like some people are like help a bit of an audit yeah exactly people the amount of people that come to us oh i eat really well like yeah no worries would you mind filling out a food diary for us for five days include a weekend tell me how many times this has ever happened to you Oh, excuse me, Mrs. Smith. I'm going to get you to do a food diary, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you know, I don't eat that much. Yeah, you know, just a bit of this. And then they end up telling you the whole food diary anyway before they've even done it, which is cool. But then when we actually do the food diary, how many times has this happened? Oh, my God. I, I just, I never realized how much I ate. Yeah. Well, that's it. We actually don't know what we're doing. No. So um, in order to change something... We need to know where we're currently at. It's like basically everything. like an audit. Yeah. You're just having a look at what you're currently doing. Same as what we spoke about with the exercise is you just need to identify key areas for change. Yeah. And it's not going from zero to 100. It's going from zero to 20 and then from 20 to 40. And then it just becomes part of what you do. And that's really the key to long-lasting change. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to the end of our nutrition episode. I'm just checking. We've answered the questions we have. We've spoken about snacking. That's just being prepared. Healthy ideas. I guess we've spoken about quality. Oh, actually, we didn't really touch on many healthy ideas. So do you want to give a couple, Dan, to the crew? Um, we did. So eggs did was my oh, idea. Yeah. Eggs, porridge. Um, if you do, like, if you know you enjoy baked goods and that kind of thing, like, research like there's get, never been a better time to yeah research. get some recipes yeah, 100%. and you know bake um we have a few on our blog yeah we do we just do. don't make the snickers slice because you come out of this isolation <laughs> looking like the side of a house <laughs> it's but, yeah, it's just, so delicious but my god it's 
Just it's remember, tough. if you are going for those options, moderation, guys. Like, yeah. be sensible. Um, don't go baking every day, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for Veggie sure. Veggie sticks and dip are a good one. Um, what about actual meals? Well, meals like we did a roast yesterday, and I, it was so another good. client mentioned that they managed to do a roast yesterday, which is awesome. Well done, Mel. Yeah, excellent. Um, any type of like quality protein, you're winning. Like we made butter chicken the other day. That was so good. Actually, we might post that recipe in the group. That was really good. Yeah. Um, with and... our special little trick that wasn't in the recipe book. Yeah, well, I come up with all these ideas. Yeah. So <laughs> anyone who makes it to the 28 and a half minute mark of this podcast, message us and we'll give you the secret. <laughs> um, fruit. Like have – it's what you have available, guys. Yeah, like, true. I never have – even I've never done like a weekly shop because I don't want fruit that is a week old because it doesn't taste good. Well, especially in times like now, we're just grateful for an excuse to get out of the house. Yeah, exactly. So go grab some fresh stuff, and you're more in like you're more likely to enjoy it. Yep. Um, if you're a, if you love chocolate, we've got a healthy chocolate recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always change the cacao content if you if you're not a fan of dark um, to make it a milk chocolate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, like you are in control guys. That's my message. hundred percent. Um, I guess like you just want to bring it back to like core ingredients that you know, you like, like, it's not hard to, I guess, get, uh, you know, make a healthy marinade to spice up your chicken, the thighs and stuff. Like you basically just have to get a little bit creative. So we like quite natural stuff. Like we'll just add salt to a roast and that's awesome. Um, we love that. If you like more flavored stuff, like some of our favorites is the Canning's lamb, uh, spicy lamb burgers. They're my absolute favorite. They've got a heap of good stuff. But try and start your plate with a good source of protein and then f- fill the gaps, basically. All right. Hopefully that's helped a few of you guys with your isolation nutrition. Um, If you have any questions, just again, shoot us a message and we'd be happy to help out. Catch you guys next time. See ya.